0: Today's recording is uh, taken from Luke 20, verse 41, through Luke 21, verse 4. We begin at chapter 20, verse 41. Then he said to them, How can they say that the Messiah is David's son? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David thus calls him Lord, so how can he be his son? In the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance, they say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. He looked up and saw rich people putting their gifts into the treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in all that she had to live on. Our reading today appears to be a a continuing uh, dialogue between Jesus and the religious leaders that he has been addressing. He continues this dialogue by asking them a question and follows that question with a warning. The question is a rhetorical question not intended to have them respond with an answer right away, but rather it's a question that pushes them to reflect on what he is asking about the Messiah. How could the Messiah be David's son, is in essence what he is asking. What Jesus is alluding to is that David foresaw the resurrection of the Messiah. David saw that coming in second Samuel chapter 7 verse 12 we are reminded of what David was looking for furthermore the Lord declares that he will make a house for you a dynasty of kings for when you die and are buried with your ancestors I will raise up one of your descendants your own offspring and I will make him his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. So, what he is referring to is that that uh, that he has a future son who will die and then be raised up, be resurrected, and this resurrected one then will make the kingdom of God what it is. He is the one who will build this house a temple remember a spiritual temple for my name god does not rule or um let me restate this god's rule does not reflect or look like what we perceive as power we perceive power in its raw political sense We see that especially in the upcoming election that we are preparing for as a nation. But that's not the kind of rule that God promises. Instead of coercion, instead of the use or manipulation of power, God rules through repentance and faith. These are different ways of looking at the world. Jesus is not... Just looking as an academic here, he is also trying to identify for them that it is a prelude, in a sense, to the plan of God that the Messiah, the son of David, will be resurrected. Even if these Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection, that is his point, is to get them to reflect upon the fact that King David was expecting the resurrection of the son of god and that that is what jesus himself will be doing that is how god's kingdom will come into this world now in front of everyone jesus then declares beware of the scribes i think if jesus had been a twitter user he would have been ruthless with the religious leaders of his day pointing out their hypocrisy saying one thing but doing another the warning is the statement against hypocrisy. He talks about their long, beautiful clothing, their robes, respectful greetings, the best seats in the house, the house, the synagogues, and the banquets. Meanwhile, they're devouring widows' estates and saying long prayers to highlight their importance. Those who prey on the poor Will receive greater condemnation jesus says now in contrast to how religious leaders prey on the poor jesus tells the story at the end here of a generous widow she has put more into the temple treasury these two small copper coins pretty much worthless she has put more into the temple treasury than all of these rich people who are putting in their gifts Think about our coinage. What is the coin of the least value, the penny, and what is the penny made with, copper? So she has given her two cents, but that's all she had to live on. They, These rich people are putting in their gifts out of their abundance. The poor widow has given all that she has to live on. The widow compels us to ask the question, what do I place my trust in? Do I place my trust in my wealth? Do I place my trust in my financial security? In my political ideology? Or do I place my trust in God? And when, If we place our trust in God, then it begins with a life of repentance and faith. May God bless your reflection upon this devotion today and I pray that God will bless your day.